Kurtz, do you feel like more of a bachelor these days after partaking in a bachelor party this past weekend? Yo, absolutely. Actually, I was feeling um I was feeling like a pretty a pretty good bachelor last week. So mm. I decided I would just pack up my things and do a solo trip down to the US of A and have what I like to call a, a bachelor party weekend. Right. And right. Uh, yeah, it, it was a good time. You just find other bachelors that are down to clown yeah. and it's just kind of like a meetup thing. Yeah, other cool guys that are just down to have some casual fun, no strings yeah. attached. Yeah. Um, no, it was it was good. Um, yeah, bachelor party weekend for for a friend. And uh yeah, we all we all met from the seven corners of the earth mm. and uh went down there on Friday, good Friday, and it was it was a good Friday, and um Came back on Monday. Man, 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 that Good Friday joke I made at work killed. It absolutely killed on Thursday. Oh, I do these man. I do these morning meetings mm. and I kind of um, uh, orchestrate them. I'm, oh, I don't know. There's another word I'm thinking of, but I like, like, you're the facilitate them? them kind of. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. And I, I kind of just run through and, and go kind of through each person. And it's every like Tuesday and Thursday, and on third on Wednesday night, I'm up all night thinking about making this Good Friday joke. I know mm. it's it's this they're gonna love it. And on Thursday morning, I just say something like, uh, um, "I hope everyone has a great Thursday, but a good Friday." Yeah, and it took a sec. And everyone's laughing. They erupt. Yeah. Yeah. It erupted. And then got off the call. There's some people that are remote, some people in the office. I get off Mm. the call. People in their office are, they're up in applause. They are loving it. And uh, (laughs) it was amazing. I was thinking about that on the drive down. I was like, damn, damn, that was good. Yeah. You only get so many of those a year, you know? That was, yeah, that was, uh, they teed it up for me this year, really. The schedule Mm. makers. Um, yeah, there was a good weekend down in, uh, we went to Portland, Oregon, and Portland. it was rainy as hell the yeah. whole time, huh. um, but got up to no good. Um, what, what's the city like? What's the take on your city? You know, uh, you went over to that one in East Washington State uh, with all those rivers. East uh, Washington State. You yeah, mean Washington? Yeah. Washington is a state. Yeah, it's a state, but you know, yeah. in Washington State, like below the Kootenays. You know, like there was okay. that place. There's a lot of waterfalls there. Spokane. Oh, Spokane. You like yeah, Spokane. How does, how does Spokane stack up? Oh, my goodness. Um, So I've been to Portland before, too. But mm. Spokane, oh, my goodness. I even brought it up on the trip. I said, oh, you guys, if, if this is half as good as Portland or Spokane, you're in for a treat. Like Spokane, friendliest people on earth. 
The people yeah. are they're so nice there. Salt of the earth. Um, city of waterfalls. I got a waterfall right in town. Portland, the city of uh, bridges. They have so many bridges, like in a extremely unnecessary amount of bridges for the mm. size of city like mm. it's great bridge you what you're walking bridge 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 cross a bridge and you're in washington state actually it's bridge and then you get a an alert hey welcome to welcome to oregon or welcome back to washington um the people uh it was a nice time um it's the people were friendly but they didn't stand out as much i mean also it's a different vibe when i'm we're a, we're a group of 12 bachelor party. Oh, yeah. It's a bit more intimate, uh, really getting a little, a little bit more intimate with the, the staff at different bars or restaurants, uh, the locals uh, taking our photos there in Spokane. So you can get uh, maybe a better feel there in Spokane. Um, but I mean, I had a good time in uh, Portland for sure. I thought uh, everyone was pretty pleasant. Um, it's yeah. a lot of uh, a lot of homeless people in Portland um we're standing more and more than Kelowna uh oh yeah oh, oh yeah. hell yeah more, more than hell Vancouver yeah, player. uh I don't know it's mm. probably relative to the population I'm not sure what the population of Portland sure. is um definitely more than Kelowna you know we're standing in line at Voodoo Donuts the local donut shop and, and I was like what what's going on here what is the deal with these donuts why is there a line at like this random time on easter sunday there's always apparently there's always a line it was taking a while i don't know what the deal is but man those donuts look good and they were good but um yeah there was some there was some homeless guy he was yelling you know uh he was yelling and they he was picking a fight with another guy he pulled out a knife at one point uh he had a dog too um but uh they got out of there He's yelling on his way out, but right. um, yeah, you, you stayed in line for your donuts, right? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah you got you don't lose your spot. No, no, and we had been waiting for a while already. Mm. I ended up getting the Homer, and if you know the Simpsons, you'll see like a uh, like a pink frosted donut with like some sprinkles on it, like in the show or on advertisements everywhere and it's yeah. kind of like the simpsons kind of donut and i guess that's well that's obviously where they got the name from and um it was very good it's like still relatively simple for donuts because they they kind of went they had like dick they had a dick shaped donut they had cap and crunch donut which i almost got because it looked good there's some other wonky donuts mine was mine was pretty straightforward but uh uh, kind of unique enough that I felt I could I could go with it, and it was really good. God damn, really good. Yeah, bachelor parties and donuts, boys. Nothing better than that. But hey, I'm I'm planning a helping plan a bachelor party for a friend of the show, Ryder Hoyt. Hoyt. Uh, you know, we're we're going down to uh, the United States as well. I think that's the really the, the country to go. Not Spokane, <laughs> uh, L.A., Los Angeles, oh, and uh, the city wow, of I, I yeah, we're gonna need some listener suggestions here. But you know, Kurt, you know, with your vast bachelor party experience, you know, one more than me. Is there yeah. anything that you know you think is like a must-have, or you know, or things that you do differently if you could ho- have another bachelor party? Um, I mean, yeah, so. My bachelor's brother orchestrated most of it. Mm. And I thought he did a really good job. And he got us matching t-shirts, which was a nice touch, and matching bucket hats. So yeah. 
Uh, at different points, we wore those throughout the weekend, and you can kind of do something fun with that. Uh, I've also seen, like, cutouts. Like, actually, the bride, in this case, had her own party going on elsewhere, and uh, they did, like, cutouts of of his face and we're like, I don't know, putting them everywhere, or carrying them around or something and stuff like that. But, uh, uh, cool things like that, where you get, uh, get everyone matching, looking all cute and fun like that. Um, other than that, I mean, you just, you just, uh, you kind of maybe plan a couple events, a few events, and then some space between, uh, you just giving everyone, everyone enough liquor and, uh, you'll figure it out. Hmm. We sure as hell did. We'll figure it out. Yeah. That sounds good. But hey, we got a that transitions transitions to a great listener question. Uh the question is, does draft beer cause a worse hangover for you than canned beer? So the listener goes on to say, Hey, you know, I have a few of these these draft beers and I'm, you know, like uh know pretty much gone and then you know you have a few the equivalent can beers and you, you don't you don't really feel much of a thing mm-hmm. or you have the draft beers and you just the hot the hangover is way worse even though you just kind of got a buzz on like you can really feel it the next day i'm seeing posts on reddit that some people think that it's the you know a similar thing is going on they don't they don't really know what it is i'm looking at the um a little bit of research for the listener here and you know the the KPRC2 research um, you know, from the National Wide Brewers Association said there's no correlation between a draft beer hangover versus canned beer hangover. Uh, but, you know, maybe they're onto something here. Kurt, do you got any experience with, uh, with the draft beer? Like here's actually, at first I thought you were mixing things up, but you're talking about just beer on tap? Yeah. The same beer? Yeah. Yeah, I don't notice a difference there. Mm. No. no difference no difference from Kurt no I, that's no but i yeah no the only thing i could think of is with the like the line hasn't been cleared out from <laughs> the keg you know like if it's just like a filthy <laughs> bar and they haven't been like cleaning the line and there's like bacteria or some shit <laughs> in the in the line that's the only and, thing i could think of uh yeah i mean i'd almost go like the other way because you hear about like in mexico how it's like watered down beer right um but the can the can should be pretty consistent right wherever Mm. you go so you'd almost think the uh, it might be the other way around with a draft would maybe give you less of a hangover or were you be able to drink more draft beer I've, i've experienced it with the ciders actually a local drinking establishment uh redbird brewing you know, I can't have the beers. So I go, I go for the ciders and I have a couple of these ciders and, you know, I'm just liquored up like two ciders later. It's like, I've had eight, like, it's, I don't know what it is. Um, but it's happened a couple of times where it's just like, Holy smokes. But what are you, what are you comparing that to now? Comparing it to just having like this, let's say, like say I have two pints at Redbird versus like four cans at home. It's like, the same cider. The yeah, exact same, same same cider. It's but red just, bird cider. Uh no, it, it's uh oh, there's a soma uh, cider. Okay. Uh, so it's not their own cider, but they have it in a keg at Redbird and then versus just cans at home. And I can really feel the difference. I don't know what, what it is sometimes, but it's something happens. I think, think something's uh, there. Like the the you're getting like a pint. I mean, it depends. Like, you're are you drinking more maybe than you realize when you're out and getting it in a glass, getting it in draft? Well, I feel like, like for example, it's probably equivalent to like a tall boy. 
but yeah I know so for example at. like a bud light or whatever you're getting just your what is it 355 mil can mm. but if you're getting yeah you're getting something on tap there you're getting a bud light on tap they're filling it that's two cans yeah that's true so maybe that like maybe this is either it's doubling up or maybe it's this incrementally uh more and mm. you're not realizing it but you're you're yeah. drinking more yeah it's possible i mean uh you know next time you're out drinking at the local bars just you know, i think, think it's about it. well you got to think about the aromas actually of these bars right mm. um you're you must think about the amount of alcohol you're inhaling when you're right. just in these grimy bars sorry mm. red, red bird um but it's like you, it evaporates off everyone, of the, the yeah. like the bottles, you know. Like there's yeah. all this liquor floating around. It's like it's I, I I went to spin class yesterday, and uh, after 20 minutes of sweating, this is the this is two days after my last drink. Basically, I, after 20 minutes of stress, sweating, smelled like a dirty Portland strip club, like. Just mm. to give you an idea, like even off my own like body sweat, mm. yeah. I, I'm sure some of the ladies were were feeling a little buzzed. Actually, <laughs> I guarantee it. But then you go into a bar where it's it's fresh. Everyone's pouring drinks. Yeah. Um, it's 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 wet. Like it's it's wet air. It's it's humid. It's soaked with alcohol. Mm. Like that that just doesn't happen at home, especially with all your plants. They're so soaking that up on your back. Yeah, they're, they're cleaning it up for you. That's a good point. They're clearing the air. So mm. I, I think, yeah, you're you're drinking more plus the air alcohol content like that right. commonly is overlooked. All right. Hopefully that satisfies our, our listener. I hope so. Uh, you know, thanks for writing in. Writing in. Appreciate it. Um, uh, you can follow us at uh, PL Podcast on Instagram. Or on LinkedIn, Patty Alanger. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's going to take off one day too. Yeah. What's with these... I was driving. So when I was driving down to Portland, I kept seeing these, these signs that just said like, it's something like it's unlawful, unlawful driving. It's unlawful for truckers to stay in the left lane or to not let people pass when there's five cars behind you. But I so is it illegal or is it not? That's my, that's my question. Like me, what's unlawful, unlawful. That is some soft bullshit. Either take the sign down, Mm. waste the time, waste the money, or start pulling people over, uh, issuing tickets, putting cuffs on them, whatever, whatever it's got to take. Like, yeah, uh, it sounds like a cop would say, oh, it's unlawful to do that around here. Like it's frowned upon. Yeah, that's pretty much what it means. I'll be out of your hair in in four days when I'm I'm back home. Like, uh, okay, what are you going to do about it? Mm. Get that shit out out of here. Get it out of here, folks. Did you see yeah. all the I love all the sheriff signs when you're driving through? There always seem to be an election season in the States. So you know you're driving through and it's like sheriffs? elect, yeah, like elect the the sheriff, you know, or whoever it is. It's is that how it hilarious. works? It's hilarious that they elect sheriffs down there. Yeah. Oh. I yeah. see, I didn't even know that. Like like the law would be interpreted differently between different sheriffs, you know? Like, yeah yeah what? right like they, sh- <laughs> they should just i don't know they, they just need to kind of lead the department there mm-hmm. i don't like why why are you bringing me in this is your job don't make me go and vote for your boss yeah yeah exactly yeah okay i didn't see Madness. that mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it always gets me in the States. Some more Portland that I wanted just to bring up was, man, oh, man. So there's 11 other guys there. And I only knew uh, The Bachelor, actually, beforehand. And, I mean, I I am average height, right? You and me. We're, oh, yeah. We're, we're yeah. optimal. We're average. We fit mm. well on airplanes. And uh, we're to average height. I was the easily the shortest guy there. Like he wasn't even close. Like a bunch of t- towers. I was yeah. a short king the whole weekend. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe how much like, it was not close at all. I was like, "What's going on? Am I with the?" Uh... We went to a basketball game, and I don't know. They those guys are getting mixed up with the uh, Portland Trailblazers, whereas I was. They were they were trying to find my parent where my parents were. Yeah, yeah, I feel you, man. I know exactly what it's like. It feels like walking around Victoria, BC. You know, everyone's just tall as hell. Are they tall down there? They're tall. There's something in the water, man. Like, you know, everyone around Kelowna, you know, I thought the average height was, you know, 5'8". You know, that's us, right? Yeah, yeah. 5'9", sometimes I say. Yeah, 5'9 on a good day. And, you know, go to Victoria, and it's like everyone's on the fucking rowing team out here. Are rowers tall? No, they're tall people. Yeah, Are they, they get that to be? reach. Yeah, oh, they got that, really? that reach. Yeah, for the stroke. Oh, yeah, yeah. They get you know, kind of like a lever arm. You're an engineer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. I, okay, I, I see how it works. Yeah, the, it's mm. all the engineering's kicking in. Right. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. 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 How's it feel? How's it feel to be the shortest guy in the in the group? Oh well, like for the most part, it, I mean, for it's not even that I was the shortest guy. It was like it wasn't close. It's not like I had a a couple comparables where it's like, right. oh, like they're th- these guys are they're close, but they're they're half an inch or even an inch taller. It's like it's not even close. I mm. am, I'm just seeing, I'm talking to everyone's butts, yeah. um, um. But it, so the, for the most part, it didn't didn't really bother me didn't really like notice or cause any issues or anything but once in a while once i i just kind of came to back to my senses i just stood looked around i was like what is going on everyone is so tall here and i just was kind of wow made a quick note for the podcast and then got back back to the weekend there (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah that's a feeling what about the the citizens of portland it was just your group Oh, I just meant our group. Just the citizens. Um, I didn't really notice one way or the mm. other. It's just my group. I was always in a pack. We were traveling like a, a herd and right. a wolf pack. And it's it stood out. I was getting lost. I was getting trampled, stepped on. You know, I was getting trampled the other day, um, shaping my head. You know, I, I switched. I tried. I think I talked about the, on the pod that I was going to be a manual head shave guy. Okay. And it is just a fucking bloodbath, Kurt. My what? God, it is insane. I don't know how these all these baldies do it. Like I got the my go to head shaving Jesus technique Christ. is the you know it's kind of like a circular Simpson donut looking thing, and you just kind of like like it's it's not as close as a manual shave, but you know it's kind of like an electric shave kind of closeness. Mm-hmm. And you know, hey, you know, good enough. It's not gonna you know I'm not. Uh, you know, can be Vin Diesel out on the cast of Fast Ten here, but mm-hmm. you know, it's it does the trick. But I thought, hey, you know, you know, everyone, all these guys in the shaving commercials, you know, they're they're doing their thing, you know, all these bald guys, you know, with their manual shavers, and you know, I try this thing out, and I I was just just bleeding, bleeding everywhere, like I I couldn't stop. It took me 
probably like 45 minutes to shave my head. It's it's extremely time consuming. I can't see where any of the little hairs are. I don't know what the hell is going on. It's just the uh, <laughs> it's the most probably the most confusing experience possible. And I tried it I tried it a year ago. I tried it one year ago. I bought these supplies, you know, I bought all these cartridges, all these blades so that I could, you know, be a manual shaver now. It's bottom bulk right off the bat thinking I, I'm going to do this. Oh, yeah. And, then, you know, I, I tried it one time and then it was a bloodbath a year ago. I was like, oh, this is I, I can't do this. So swore it off for a year, just built up the courage to do it for the first time again last week. And exact same thing, you know, just back. You're doing the back of your head. And then you'll feel back there. There's all these bones and stuff and you're going and then just slice. And then you're just bleeding everywhere. And it's, it looks terrible. You don't know where these, some of these hairs are back there. Cause there's all the shaving cream everywhere. So you can't really see what you're getting at. And it's just, it's, I don't know. Get how people do it. Impossible. Kurt. Sounds like gross. Like I'm, I'm like cringing. Like this yeah. is just nasty. This is like saw 11 here. Yeah, hundred percent nasty. I think I, if I want to do it, I'm gonna have to find a barber, you know, and just be like, "Hey, hey, Tom, you know, like someone who can get it done within five minutes and knows what they're doing, and then you know, just sends me on my way." Normal, uh, normal shaving even takes me a while sometimes, uh, and that's mm. just on my face. But I haven't been doing that lately. Just been going with this mustache. But um, yeah, you want? Why don't you try like a hair removal cream? Put it all over. We talked about that, I think, for like... You want me to try hair removal cream? I mean, For my male pattern baldness? Yes. Yes. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? It all grows back? Well, it's going to be like patchy or some shit. Like, what's the worst than like a bald (laughs) guy? It's just like a fucking cow (laughs) cow print bald guy, right? I got these big fucking patches on my dome. I don't think I need Why? It's like, is it... Your hair, what's left isn't really that prevalent, is it? Like, oh, yeah, you got the, like, the classic, like, <laughs> you know, power, power shave kind of look here, you know? Well, you don't need, you don't want patches. Yeah, that's, that's what I'd be afraid of. Uh, you know, I got some bald friends at work. I can ask them. Yeah, um, get them on the show. They're, they're, uh, they are, they sit all sit in a row. And it's, it's something I just think, wow. Yeah. Birds in the feather, man. But uh, honestly, ask them about their shaving techniques. I, I'm very interested uh, to get some, you know, you know, some of the bald community together on this one. Uh, learn from everyone's mistakes. Well, I mean, if, do we have any bald listeners? Like, let's put it out there to them too. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Shout out, uh, Kurt. You know, you're going away for the month of May. Maybe for some soul searching. Uh, but you know, the yeah. Nicola Valley. Sasquatch meetup is happening. Mm-hmm. You, guys, you saw uh-huh. the link on that? Yeah, and if I had saw seen it earlier, um, I could tell you I wouldn't. I'd be I would be going away to uh, to Merritt in mm-hmm. May. Yeah. So I just want to highlight for our listeners: it's the BC Interiors' first conference on the Bigfoot, and it's gonna be happening at the oh yeah the Shulus Community Arena on May 13th from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. That's a Saturday. Holy shit, that's long. It's a fucking long ass day. Yeah, we got <laughs> 10 hours of talking about the squash. What? Are, yeah, what are you talking about? Uh, the conference is going to include guest speakers from the Bigfoot community, such as author, cryptozoologist, researcher, Sasquatch historians, and Sasquatch communicators. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Right. 
followed by yeah. a Q&A session. I'm going to have to get an agenda for this, maybe to show up at the other time. There's going to be a lot of vendors selling artwork, T-shirts, photos, and, and food. I could, like, I'd love to pick up uh, a shirt for you that said, like, something like, something along the lines of, you know, like, Bigfoot's real, and he tried to, like, suck my dick. Yeah, one um, of those like, really cool would ones. Be, that would be great for you. That would be um, funny. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to the Nicola Valley Bigfoot podcast. Uh, very niche group. Just learned about this other pod. Um, you know, and I'm going to try and give them a listen. See what they have to say. But tickets are $30. And uh, yeah, just look on uh, Clona now for the details. Are you going to post that in Vices? Yeah, they're a little far away. I don't know how these different communities, you know, if they're kind of rivals, uh, rivals or not. Uh, yeah. You know, there's there's a lot going on there. But you know, uh, I'm considering going in for the pod. Maybe I'll record a couple of conversations. You know, considering things with uh, Keith Cook, Carlson, Ross with Vices went pretty well. That was one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> You should do, uh, yeah, I mean, you should go in with like a tape recorder and actually mm-hmm. do like a full on like be a reporter for a day right. and, actually, and do some interviews. Yeah, just get a bunch of clips. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, okay. I would love it if you did like uh, some filler there in May. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We could use that content for years on end, in fact. Yeah, for sure. This right there clip, with the, the last sprinkle. episode. Yeah, that's right. Coming in 2023, right? 2023, August yeah. 2023, for yeah. sure. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's good. All right, what do you got for me? Um, well, I never heard about um your big white event. Like you were supposed to talk about that like two months ago. Altitudes. Uh no, not even. I, I didn't even know you went there. Um, mm-hmm. but in March. Uh, a lot of the guys came up and stayed in uh, oh the yeah, guys yeah and then i don't oh. know i think it was riders ass that was oh yeah holy sh- holy crap was that this guy right? got his ass just absolutely what happened hammered did he fall or do you guys smack yeah him? so yeah, there was a few friends of the show there you know we're up renting a place with big white guys come in from vancouver which is nice big drive and you know we're hitting the slopes on the first the first day I guess we we night skied on the Friday night when they got in. That went pretty well. You know, not, night skiing, you're not doing anything too crazy, but you can catch the sunset, which was nice at that time of the year. You know, sun didn't set till like seven. So I was going to get yeah. some late ski lines in. And yeah, you know, Friday night we go to hit up Snowshoe Sounds, pretty typical. And Saturday morning, we're out there and we're, we're skiing down Gem Lake. And me and Ryder are going through the trees at, and like, uh, I think off of Blackjack, if anyone's familiar with the uh, Big White Ski Resort. Okay. And we're going on the right side, skiers right, and kind of get separated in the trees. And then I thought he ended up ahead of me somehow. So I kind of skied down to the bottom of the, the lift line and then saw all the other guys there. So we kind of stopped and waited for Ryder, probably about five minutes. And then he comes down just like, you know, something's wrong. He's holding his ass. He's <laughs> he's kind of like boarding. Like, but is he always oh, snowboarding? He's snowboarder, yeah. Okay. And so he's like, comes over, he's like, ah, I hit my ass. And we're like, oh, like, yeah, like, damn, gotta get this thing checked out. And then he couldn't like move really. Like, I had to take off his bindings, like his snowboard bindings, because he couldn't bend over too well. And then uh, we kind of just said, you know, like, all right, like, 
uh, ski patrols over there, you know, go get yourself checked out kind of thing. And we're going to keep on going. So we kept on going. And then, yeah, he just had his huge, 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 huge bruise on his ass. Like, I don't know if I've seen a bruise that bad. It was all kind of colors of the rainbow there. And I guess he was lying in the ski patrol bed. And there's another guy who got like knocked unconscious and he woke up. And the first thing he saw was Ryder's ass, actually. Like he just kind of just <laughs> like wakes up out of the bed. Like, like sees this I can't thing. breathe. Yeah. He's suffocating. <laughs> yeah. Why, yeah. Well, what happened? Did he just he, he hit he hit a tree? Um he was going first. through the trees. Yeah, ass he's you know, borders be. They're just like got their got that thing out there. He said this tree, he couldn't stop in time. And uh yeah, ended up just banging him up pretty bad. Oh, yeah, felt terrible for him. And then so he, he, could, he couldn't ski the rest of the weekend. So he was out. Oh, jeez. Um, we got ski patrol to drop him off back at our our condo that we were renting. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, he kind of just chilled there for the rest of the day. Yeah. But yeah, like it, it was like, holy shit. Like I thought, you know, the skin was broken on it too. Like, Ooh, oh my God. God. Yeah, yeah that's, that sounds brutal. Yeah, poor guy. Yeah, he's a trooper though. He hung in there, you know just uh do what you can but fucking sucks i was trying, thinking i have to go down and find this tree with them and cut it down well you don't yeah, want to happen the, again saw out. yeah well um, okay okay yeah so his ass got pretty banged up mm. um similar but not at all um you've seen this um they've had this this is an old note an old topic actually but have you seen the slapping sport? The oh, slap? Yeah. yeah. You've People seen it? Slapped. Yeah. What, the, what is videos that about? Of it. Yeah. Like what what's going on? Why? I mean, what's going what do you think? What do you what do you think's going on? People just slapping each other. Why? Why why? Just to see why is this happening? It. To see who's tougher. It's it's ridiculous. <laughs> like and I want well, to people talking... think people think fighting and hockey is ridiculous. I it's think like I, slap. I'm on record saying like like boxing and ufc is is like why are we still doing this mm. but slapping like that that's definitely not needed yeah people are just they're down and out they are oh, they get knocked they're out. in shambles yeah. yeah yeah they're knocked out or they do not know which way is up which way is down they just get some absolute unit just slapping someone and like it looks intimidating as hell because you just gotta you gotta sit there and take it you know Oh yeah, like There's you guys, you guys stand still, yeah, yeah, and you know that this fucking bomb's just gonna hit you right on the right side of your face. Like this guy is lining it up on your face perfectly, and you just got you just got to sit there without. Yeah, yeah, it's just like it's not even uh, a sport. It's just you're just you might as well just pull out a a stat, do a stabbing contest or something. Yeah, that's uh that's when that's what's gonna come next <laughs> that's coming next then yeah just to yeah. see who can take it yeah yeah we'll see about that yeah i think it's called slap fighting is the technical term oh oh sorry mm-hmm. you know um we only have one episode left uh probably do you think before, before the big trip yeah i think so um i think uh song of the summer noms are actually gonna be rolling in later this year i think usually we're like a may mm-hmm. kind of started in may um and then we've got some good contenders in june july yeah 
We might we might have to push. Well, it I think out. our listeners have known that when they get it in too early, that we're like, yeah, but like, nah, you know. So I think they've kind yeah. of learned. I mean, we basically admitted that yeah. that you have to time it. You yeah. have to time your nomination, and so I think you got to wait until you know hold on to those nominations until June, July, August. Just like Ryan heard to, you know, really uh, get a good chance of winning this year's SOTS. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But keep on thinking about it in the back of your head. Uh, hey, I got something for, something for you. Um, why don't employers write cover letters to me? You know, like, mm-hmm. why do I mm-hmm. kind of have mm-hmm. to fan, do this fan fiction about why I should work for their company? Like, why don't they write a cover letter to me and say, hey, Ryan, you know, instead of just having this recruiter say like, hey, I think you you should apply for this job because your resume matches the description for Purdue. Like, I want to see them write a fucking cover letter to me about why I should work for their company. I want to be personalized, too. I don't want any of this. Yeah, I was gonna. Shit. I was gonna. I was gonna say, isn't like their cover letter just like the job posting or their yeah. website? Yeah, about us. Not. It's not. And another thing I want, Kurt, I want to be able to ask employers for references. You know, they ask me for references. I want references from them, and that would be talking to three employees. You know, I want to talk to them. Are they happy? Do they hate their job? You know, you know, the boss is asking my references if I'm a good worker. I don't get any references about what it's like to work there. I don't have a fucking clue. Do you think it's frowned upon? Like if you go on site, let's say you're on site for an interview and to kind of like take a detour and start like talking to employees and asking them like questions like that. Oh, it's, do you think it's unlawful? I think it's unlawful. A hundred percent. I guess it's not illegal, but kind of thing. Like if someone has, if you say in an imaginary world where you worked in the office, and then mm. someone was there for an interview and they somehow they said they were going to the bathroom or on the way to the office, the, uh, the actual office where the interview was taking place. Like they stopped by your desk and were like, yeah. hey, you know, what's going on, man? Like, how do you like your job here? Blah, blah. Well, what would you do? Would you answer honestly? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, sucks here, bro. Wish I was working at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Got fucking dragged back in here. Yeah. Kicking yeah. and screaming, right? Like. I don't know. I think you got to employees. We're just going in blind. We're going in absolutely blind. I think the employers, you know, they're talking about no one wants to work anymore. How about you write me a cover letter? Tell me about how much I want to work for it. They want me to work for them. You know? Uh, yeah. I, don't I, know. I, I feel like I'm going to write a LinkedIn post on our oh yeah, Lanterns yeah. podcast account. Uh, you know, just really put my, my thoughts and feelings together. Uh, I think I definitely think you should do that. Yeah. Um, are you um are you done? What were you gonna no, say? Go ahead. Oh okay, yeah, I was gonna say, uh, are you ready to talk more about your uh business idea? Because I oh, saw, saw yeah. there were a couple steps yeah. there in the past few weeks. Yeah, that's a good point, Kurt. Thanks for bringing that up. Uh things are moving uh for the dating app world. Uh, you know, I think I'll be ready to talk a little bit more about the dating app. Uh, essentially uh it's i got a beta wait list signed up so my goal right now is to get a thousand people signed up for the app before i really create it to suss out if there's appropriate demand for it right so that's kind of the step that i'm at right now and you know the whole idea behind the app is to combine be real with 
a dating app. So essentially what we you know, what is be real, be real social media app where people take a photo at a random time every day, uh, front and back facing camera so they can share it with their friends. Uh, the friends do it all at the, at the exact same time. So they can kind of see what people are up to in their day-to-day life. And my idea is to, you know, bring that to the dating app world. Instead of having a bunch of photos that, you know, never really get updated, you know, you don't know, you're kind of recycling the same conversations with people, um, you know, between uh, matches, you know, is to have fresh photos up there. You know, if you want to swipe with someone, uh, if you want to match with someone that day, then you're going to post you, you and your photos, like from that day, like you're going to get that front and back facing photo Mm -hmm. and post it to the app so that people can message you based on those photos and people will be doing the same thing. So it's not going to be that same kind of staged stage setup. This could be hopefully more authentic, you know, a bit more genuine and that's going to lead to better conversations too, because, you know, as I alluded to before, you kind of just recycle the same shit. Like, Maybe if some someone pays attention to what your photos are, it's like, oh, was that hike in, you know, uh, Banff or something like that? Like, I'm guaranteed that person's had the same question asked, you know, a bunch of times or whatever it is, right? So if you have like fresh photos up every day, you know, that's gonna, you know, give people a lot, much better idea of what people's lives are like, and you know whether they are what they say they are. Like, oh, I'm, I'm, I like, I love to hike. Well, you're gonna see photos of them hiking that day. You're not going to see any of this other shit that that's up there. You know, the best photo, looking photo of them from Greece from five years ago. Right. That sounds like a personal shot at me. Yeah. Well, that's, that's everyone. It's just the structure <laughs> of the app, you know? Anyways. Yeah. I think the biggest problems of trying to solve are, you know, like a lack of authenticity in dating apps, you know, people not who they seem to be or what they represent in real life. Uh, so hoping to foster a more genuine connection. I think this can be aimed at long-term relationships. So, you know, people that are, again, you know, looking for that kind of thing, but it's not to say that there's not going to be, you know, some uh, short-term relationships coming out of it. You know, some people thinking, are we just going to be posting, you know, thirst traps every day <laughs> on the app? You know, it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's very possible. Yeah, yeah, possible. Um, you know, the big thing is I just don't want to see any any dick pics out there uh so you're gonna have some kind of system sadly to uh get rid of get rid of those, something automated but again you know just trying to gauge interest right now so if anyone actually wants to sign up for the dating app beta version they can go to in real life durable.co so i n real life dot d-u-r-a-b-l-e dot co sign up for the wait list you can see all the features i got up on there um kurt you know i'm doing that I'm trying to do this for you buddy i know you deleted hinge the other day uh you know it's uh you're in the trenches it's gotta be a more fun way of doing this kind of thing oh god god knows we need it ryan uh i i'm barely holding on i am i'm getting out of this i'm getting out of the north america i'm getting out of here in a month i gotta get out gotta get i gotta get i gotta keep searching i gotta keep searching for for, for different spin spin classes see what they're doing on the other end of the world see what they're doing on with, uh, with dating apps and dating i uh oh god it's a struggle out here i am banged up beaten up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the biggest thing right now is I gotta find someone to promote this thing. So I'm looking for 
looking for people in the dating space. You know, there's a lot of a lot of influencers out there in the dating space, and a lot of people giving dating advice. But you know, maybe just the right person will help me. Uh, you know, get this app to up to a thousand people. Because I'm thinking, you know, nothing worse than me creating the app, and then there's only like you and you know Jay Carey on there. Ooh. Right? You know, you know, you can look at each other's photos, but you gotta have that. You gotta have enough people to. You gotta have that critical mass to make it worth people's time. We're just gonna leave uh, to let it grow. So we'll see how that goes. More to come in real life dating app. Tell your friends. Oh.